0: Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. I'm your host, the Philosopher, and I am joined by mega max star and this is where we focus on leveling up inside and outside the virtual arena and talking about fgc related topics that are important to us Uh, today's topic we'll be talking about uh, dragon ball fighters a little bit and then also the riot fighting game and uh, just some thoughts and experiences that we've had in the past that we think we need to recap on Um, but before we get into that i also just wanted to check in to see you know what's new we it's been a while since we've done a podcast together so i want to check in with you to see you know what's what's new in your life
1: um, nothing too crazy. Working up. Um, just got done doing the Black Friday stuff. So that was always Black Friday's crazy. But it actually was actually a lot more tamer than uh, I initially thought it was going to be. Thank God, people are actually like decent human beings. <laughs> but, <laughs> what? That's surprising. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, but you know, it's a small town where I'm at, so people are kind of like pretty chill and very family oriented. So I think that's like kind of what was a key concept in there. Okay. Um but yeah, so far I've been just working on a small project for my YouTube channel. Um it's a little bit in the making, but I, I want to
0: start it up as soon as I can. Okay. Are you allowed to give details Are you're gonna keep under wraps for right now?
1: Um I can I can give a little details. I'm I'm gonna start doing a um a climbing journey, but I want to release a really good starter video and I want to get all of my other stuff set up first so once i make that video and send that video out i also want another video ready to like release at the same time so um it'll take me a little bit but um
0: it's all a work in progress okay and then i will say um I haven't been consistent with this, but actually, that the the teaser video that you did um, show me—I don't know if it's actually out in the general public, so I'm not going to like talk no, about it too much. No, it's not yet. Okay, but what it's what now. you showed me, I will say that it's kind of inspired me to get back on my grind with Street Fighter, and so I've actually <laughs> I've been. Um, I've been grinding out on Street Fighter when I when I have time in between like work and stuff like that, and like I'll have uh, some time to, to grind out rank. And I think that uh, I also had some coaching from a, like a master level Fong player, and uh, he gave me some advice, and I've been taking that into consideration. And I took like a unintentionally long break because of like I haven't been able to go to the FGC in a couple of weeks, and then my son's birthday is this Thursday, so I won't get to go again. Um, but I, I went back and started playing ranked, and I'm like, you know what? I want to grind it. I want to get to masters, uh, which is basically like it's not the highest anymore but it's there's like i think warlord is now the highest but i want to get the master Mm -hmm. which was at one point the highest but now there's like ultimate master and then there's grandmaster (laughs) and then warlord there's a lot more but like i'm I'm platinum right now i think Mm. i just hit 9,000 lp as of today which is um i think a thousand away from hitting super platinum and mm. um, I noticed that I've actually not been like whenever I hit platinum, I would basically just hover around the platinum area and not really like climb up in LP, uh, which is like the, mm. the, the point system in that, you know, um, kind of like league points. And um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's been going pretty well. And I haven't I, I've been winning pretty consistently and playing at different times of the day. So I know that like I'm getting a good mixture of different people uh, in different areas. And so that's that's been kind of refreshing to just hop onto rank, you know, practice some new stuff and and actually see some improvements. So that's that's been really nice.
1: Yeah, my whole thing is like because I've been sitting around Super Saiyan Blue for forever now where I just because climbing in Dragon Ball is kind of frustrating. Honestly, it's a mix of like the online plus just like a lot of the cheese strats that's able to work because of online. And I'm not. And of course, that's such a scrub thing to say, but um, I really do want to improve myself, and I know I can improve. And there's a lot of very key specific things that I want to work on. It's nice that you were actually able to run into someone to coach, to coach you. Um, I know the guys for RFGC haven't been showing up recently because they've been running into car issues which sucks but uh, Musketeer our main Dragon Ball player who usually like he does really well like he's good but I've been talking to him here and there and it's nice because I want to now that I'm really wanting to climb I want to play him and I want to practice and I know he's better than me so I want to get better with him but he's not around so I was like damn dude it's not like i'm stagnating but i can definitely like feel it where it's like i just want to improve um but living legend is the rank i'm trying to go for and hopefully it goes out well i know the small things i need to improve on and i just need to like slowly but surely towards that but i'm excited because i know i'm not going to be i always watch pro footage every now and then and i'm never gonna be, but i do want to be like just decent enough where I can
0: feel so comfortable with myself where I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So speaking of Dragon Ball, you know, the new trailer dropped for, for Broly and yep. I did watch it. I did finally watch it. Um, it's a sick now, trailer. Yeah. I, I, so do you want to talk about the initial, the initial thoughts on the trailers first or do you want to talk about the other stuff about Dragon Ball? We can talk, talk about the initial thoughts for sure. Okay. I think that's more important right now. Um so since I'm the, the lesser of the two experienced Dragon Ball players of between us two I I guess I'll go first and um then you can have your rebuttal but um yeah I, so I I'm torn because I think the trailer itself was presented very cool like it's, I'm used to the whole like 30 second clips so I'm not disappointed or anything like that um but I maybe I'm just not like familiar enough with Dragon Ball anymore to be able to like figure out enough information but I'm like All I saw was him grabbing the hell out of people. Like, he was bodying people really good. But, like, I, I don't feel like that was a good showcase of, like, his abilities. But I thought the trailer itself looked sick. So, I'm kind of left torn as to, like, is this a character that I want to use? Because it has me feeling like I want to try him out. Because the trailer looked cool. But how does he play? I don't know if I really got that information from the trailer. So, actually,
1: that's a really good... Like, honestly, that is a completely justified, like, feeling and reason. Because the Dragon Ball trailers are really awful. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to poke around. They're, they're the worst. The leaks are (laughs) garbage. The trailers are bad. Like nobody wants 30 second clips. Nobody wants, uh, Shonen Jump mags where like we get once like this big screenshot of whatever the hell it is. Like nobody likes that. Right. But was it when Gogeta was about to come out, they actually released a trailer that I thought was their best trailer. And it was literally just straight up like a whole match. Of just Gogeta. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it was a three on three match. And it played like I think two two games. Or two matches. It might have been just one. But I thought that was the best trailer they had. Because it did cool stuff. Like the whoever was playing the character. Did almost everything the character had. And, but like still like didn't do some stuff. But it still showcased what Gogeta was. And how he played. And I was like dude this trailer sick. Like you can actually see what this character does and what this character is, like entails mm-hmm. in his gameplay style. And I'm sad because I wish more trailers were like that because that trailer was amazing. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, they don't really, I even like the leaks that were shown. I still am like, I have no idea what the hell this character does because it's so hard to like actually pay attention and see what he's doing. Um, which I guess we can now just like kind of move over. So it was leaked beforehand, before the trailer was shown. Broly's kit was leaked for the most part. And it was quite a bit leaked. And it was a really, I want to say awful leak because of how it was leaked. Hmm. And I talked to you about this before the podcast, but I'll I'll tell everyone else. So there's a YouTuber named Rhyme Style who is a well-known DBZ YouTuber. Um, and he was a part of uh, he was invited to play Dragon Ball Fighter Z before it was released by Bamco, along with Maximilian and like the best, super best friends guys, those everyone over there. Um, so he was like the OGs in terms of like just showing off the game and like gathering hype for everyone else. Mm. So. Recently, he apparently got the character early. I don't know where he was or if it was just his build of the game, but he was in a Discord call with a friend and he was screen sharing with it. And his friend essentially just video recorded it and then uploaded it to YouTube, which then was promptly taken down by Bamco very quickly. But of course, once it's on the Internet, it's on the Internet. So we can't lose it. It's already back up in like mirrors. That's so so grimy. It is because honestly like the worst part about it and I feel bad for rhyme style because I know for a fact he's just me like dude what the hell I trusted you and like you just like do that to me and there were a couple of other Dragon Ball YouTubers that uploaded that footage to try and get it out Where it's like hey this is what the footage is but it just sucks because I understand like relations with companies are not easy to come by and they can be very one dimensional in one one way too so the second you Mm -hmm. do something to those kind of take them off like you might just lose your whole relationship with them entirely yeah that's
0: dirty dude like i'm frustrated right now
1: (laughs) yeah it's a leak that i definitely don't condone like i don't like that and i get it but at the very least like if it was like if somebody like released in text what his kit is i'd be more okay with that than like Cause at that point, then it's still like speculation cause you can't take it, but it's literally strictly, you can see the discord call. He's literally looking at the discord and like full screen. Didn't even crop it out or anything. That's no, no, it's like, there's no like other way to describe it. It, That's what it was. And I'm like, man, that sucks. I feel, I feel for rhyme style, man. So again, like guys, we've talked about it before with the previous episode, but if you haven't watched it, just like with leaks, Try not to promote leaks too much because it hurts companies. It hurts the people around them. It hurts the people just like the little guys that are working on the stuff. Everything can go to like hell in a handbasket just from leaking stuff. And it causes a lot of internal affairs.
0: Yeah, and so. like YouTubers too now, like because yeah. unless unless they were in cahoots, I guarantee that that YouTuber probably is not friends with that other guy anymore. So like, Got you're willing like that person was <laughs> willing to risk his relationship with this guy, his supposed friend, for you know being the first to get the scoop on a story and uh, like. So I will I will be very open about this. I'm very against, like, game leaks in general. And I'll actually share a story about another game that I'm a big fan of that I just heard about a leak recently. But I am not for leaks of games unless it's something that, like, the developer themselves or like they're playing like a meta game or something like that where they're leaking information and like you can look through certain data and like you know uh kojima and uh cd project red those companies have been known to do that halo Bungie, they would do stuff like that where you like you can go into the code of like a a, a random character model and you'll find some weird inf- like encrypted information you decrypt it like that kind of stuff is cool that's like i forget there's a name there's like a name for like meta game or something like that but stuff you right. you're like like data mining and, and you're like screen sharing your own like because that, that trust is gone. Like you lose trust. <laughs> and so like you lose that, that guy's not an employee, but he technically is a a representative of that company in, in some form or fashion because he's doing something for that company. They have some sort of mutual relationship. And now the trust of that company with that YouTuber is gone, and then the trust of that individual with that friend is gone. And it's that's, that's that's so that's so messed up to me. Like I get unreasonably upset with that kind of stuff, I think, because I used to do game development, and that kind of stuff just, like, really irks me, because it's not just the big, rich corporation that you're screwing over. It's, the, like you we were saying before, the average Joe. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really frustrated. But the other story I have, um, and I, it's not fighting game related, so I'll be pretty short about it, but Diablo 4 had some leaked information mm. about it. And the way they did it was they they downloaded the trailer – of of the game. Because there was speculation about a certain character being in the game, but it wasn't confirmed by Blizzard. They downloaded the trailer, they like opened this guy opened the trailer up in this um you know basically like premiere or some other video editing program. And then looked at the markers on the video and uh, I don't know how they got the video file, or if, they, if that was data mine in itself, but they looked at the markers and like one of the markers said like this character's name, um, looking into somebody else's eyes. And so that basically all but confirmed that information. And so like on one side, you can say, yeah, Blizzard was stupid for doing that. But like on the other side, no one. I don't I don't know how common this is to like download a video file and look at the information of the markers to to figure out like to speculate who is or isn't in that information and then leaking that information out there. And then like the YouTuber that like was referencing the other YouTuber that did it was like, thank you for this leak. And I'm like, I was I kind of was thinking about subscribing to this YouTuber, and I wound up not subscribing because he's like, Why, why are you saying thank you for this leak as if this is like the people that wanted that information out there? did not put that information out there and you're basically like going behind their back and like stealing that information from them and then spreading it. Like I don't see how that is like something to be thankful for unless you're just so selfish that you can't wait for information to come out that you have to steal it from somebody from that person that you're waiting for the game for. And then expecting them to like, I I just don't understand that kind of relationship. Like if you were my friend and like we're having this mutual relationship and you're stealing information from me and putting it out there without, like, my consent. Why would I be your friend and why would I want to maintain that relationship with you? Like, that really is messed up. And, like, we, we try to, like, look at it from a sense of, like, screwing over the, the corporations. But I really feel like uh, there's a lot of asshole people out there that that really screw over the, uh, the, the, the game developers. And it's just – it's not cool to me. They're now – you know, EA, big companies, I'm not going to act like they don't do things wrong, but two wrongs don't make a right. That's an old saying that uh, I have learned has uh, – it's it's really important to live by for myself. I'm
1: saying we can, we can shit on Blizzard as much as we want to. But again, yeah, in the, the end, reasons too. like – It's the little average guys that are working in Blizzard. Those guys aren't, like, the people that are behind all of the controversy. It's more of the big head corp. Like, the big heads. Mm -hmm. And those guys don't get affected anything for the leaks. It's the guys that are actually working on the game. They're protected.
0: Even if they get fired, they get, like, a a severance (laughs) package. Yeah. (laughs) You know, a couple million dollars. They're good to go. It's not going to affect them. So, it's it's a little frustrating for me. Um, And I, I get more heated than I probably feel like I should. But I just... I think people, and I might get a little bit of flack for this, but I think that people are way too selfish to admit when things are wrong because of like the internet so it's like the same thing with like flaming people and like playing league of legends or playing a fighting game and like just being a jerk to another person you have this air of anonymity so it's okay just like stealing information from somebody because it's digital information and like no one's gonna find you or you're gonna, you're not gonna get reprimanded it's it's okay uh, i just i don't think it's right and i think that people are far more selfish and are willing to admit that they are. Mm. Now I'm willing to debate that with anybody in the comments, like not in the mean way, but <laughs> if you have a logical reason as to why that's, why that is a good thing, why, why leaks are good. And it's something that's like, actual tangible information or an opinion that is is reasonable, I'm willing to have a conversation with you. But for those of you who are like, you know, they're already, you're already getting ready to type up an angry essay as to like, you know, you're stupid and you're wrong and you're like, you know, a shill or something like that. I'm not going to acknowledge those kinds of thoughts, but <laughs> I, I will love to have a conversation and maybe even like have somebody on the show to like actually debate that. I used to do that on different podcasts where we would have debates on, on different topics and it was really fun. I actually really enjoyed it. Oh, I would love to do that. Honestly, I love debating. Debating yeah. is
1: such a fun thing to do because you always learn I love just other people's viewpoints on stuff because you don't mm. under sometimes when you just don't see it like people will show your eyes like something new and you're like oh I guess I didn't think about it like the and then yeah. you're like try to debate it from that point. Yeah speaking of debates <laughs> <laughs> oh dude this that was a good that was a good segue right there.
0: Um okay so, uh, do you want to tell the story or do you want me? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell the story because you came in You came in towards, like, the middle of, of the debate. And, like, you had my back, which was good. So, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, throw any shade at my friends because these guys are ultimately my friends. Uh, and they're members of the FGC. So, I'm not trying to, like, hate on them. But we had very different opinions on this. And uh, this was at the peak of the the Riot fighting game announcement so this was like the first local we had since that announcement was released we were meeting and then like um my my one friend was like hey what do you think about this riot game and me being me i'm like you know i love league of legends i love fighting games i love the fgc i'm like man i'm hopeful for it i think this is going to be great it could be a game changer for the fgc you know all that kind of stuff and he comes back with a um you know yeah, I see where you're coming from, but I, I wouldn't be so optimistic about that. I have a more pessimistic uh, viewpoint. I'm like, all right, that's that's fine. Okay. You know, elaborate. And he proceeds to elaborate, and, like, I'll, I'll try my best to, like, explain the story, but, like, it happened in, like, different points were made at different, like, segments of the conversation. So, like, one point would be right, argued, and then we'd have a stalemate, and it would, like, go on to the next one. Uh, so, I'm going to do my best to stay in order, and we can kind of, like... Oh yeah, yeah some we'll try to work it. with this. Yeah, so the, the first one was the fact that, um, the first point that I remember was that this is... um you know this company Riot is you know it is an american company but like a majority share is held by china and so again like the i think the whole blizzard situation was happening as well um and uh, yeah that china, was a
1: huge topic at the time
0: yeah so it, like i think that kind of spilled into it as well but he was like talking about why you know i wouldn't be so excited for being in the ftc he was like well think about it because how does league of legends do their games right now and they're like you know they have So priority over the tournaments, you know, you can't host tournaments, only Riot does. And you, you know, you basically can't host a tournament for League of Legends, they do it. Now, me knowing this information, I didn't say it just yet, because I wanted to hear more of his information, but you, you actually can host tournaments and you can't apply for a tournament um there's just like certain rules you have to basically get a tournament license and that's not really too much different from other non-fighting games um but again, this was very speculatory on his side based off of the one game that that riot did already have out which was League of Legends now I will complain about the spectator mode having a three minute delay I'm not very happy ten three minute delay yep it's a tournament yeah delay. I'm not happy about that but that's that's not really the point so we go back and forth talking about how you know it, that being a case and i'm like well you got to look at some of the points though they they hired tom and tim cannon i believe it is the cannon brothers yeah, that host the cannon. and um i'm like why why would they host the people who, why would they hire the people that hosted the biggest fighting game tournament anywhere if they're going to go the route of making it so that only they do it
1: Unless left are injecting
0: this problems. yeah yeah go for it, go for it so
1: their whole point was um essentially, we as a community would not be able to stream the fighting game, the League of Legends fighting game, because of how League of Legends, how Riot has their game set up already, which was also an outdated like way of stuff, way that they were doing it. Because back then yeah they didn't like people streaming their games for tournaments however as of right now literally anybody can stream the game and literally anybody can stream it as a tournament so their whole mind like mindset was uh once this fighting game comes out they will literally copy strike like anybody playing this game because they're riot mm-hmm. and of course you and i interject and we're like no way that's not and especially since it's the Cannon Brothers working on the game, uh, we were like, there's no way because these people are like grassroots and there's no way that they would let that happen too. Where, and then their whole debate was, well, the Cannon Brothers will have nothing to do with that.
0: And- yeah. And again, like I understand that Riot actually is like a really huge company at this point, but. Um, uh- this is this is more of my opinion, but it's also an observation that is very true. In in the sense that, um, Riot really loves their game. They're not just in it for the money. Like they've done a great job, but that's also why they have they've done a good job of making money. But it's also why they've gotten investors because they know that they they want to make a good game and other people make money better than they do. Um, but a, a couple of things is one. Again, I. For those who don't know, my job is in like college esports, and I actually hosted a, a League of Legends tournament for uh, an organization. Like we, I was a production and, and uh, basically was a rental for the venue that I work at, the the arena that I work at. So another organization actually organized a tournament uh, for colleges, and we I basically just helped do the stream and, and the broadcast of it. Uh, and. That, that's, that's one thing. So I already knew that you can host League of Legends tournaments. That's perfectly fine. We streamed it. Um, uh, we didn't get any, any issues or anything like that. But on the other side, um, Riot actually personally invited our, our university, like our esports staff to LCS in, uh, Chicago or Detroit. Excuse no, me. No, Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause you went too. Yeah. And yeah. like I, I, didn't get to see this personally, but my bosses, my, my boss and a few of their employees went on Sunday and, um, they actually got invited to the, um, so we got invited by two different organizations riot and we also got invited by um the detroit pistons which owns the arena that was it was hosted in the little caesars arena um and so they went to the the uh the red wings i forget their, the actual organization but it's like the detroit pistons gts like their esports team they're, they're trying to like get into the nba 2k stuff and so they were building a relationship invite us to their their booth and um Unfortunately, no one was really there because most of those people, they're not gamers. They're people who are interested in capitalizing on gaming. That's, that's, I'm not going to say that's good. I personally uh, am not really a fan of people who are just trying to make money off of an organization. But at the same time, you know, it takes a lot of different people to make uh, a world spin. Not my main point. My main point is they went to the Riot Skybox and what was there? All of the employees were there, watching the game, excited about the game, enjoying the game. Not just you know wringling their fingers, worrying about money. They were watching the game because they're passionate about it, and so they they know that they like. If you look at their production, if you look at their like their skits, they love this stuff. It's not just about the money. They like they have passion behind this, and so for them to get into a different community and to try to like overthrow that community and do it the way they've been doing it with League of Legends, um, and not really considering how the FGC really operates, while also hiring. Two of the biggest members of the FGC, um, I think that is really off-brand for Riot, and I, I just I think that's like not really a good a good point. But I don't want to spend too much time on that topic. That's like topic number yeah. one. We uh, like essentially
1: see- our idea was Riot loves their community and they love their game. There's no way that they would take it down. Yeah, like that's our argument. Yep, and and showing how they've done everything in the past. There's nothing to prove that they would do that
0: otherwise. Yeah, you know? that's, that's a good that's good summary of it. Um, so the point number two that I remember is in the topic of um, net play. We, mm. we got into the topic of how the net <laughs> play was going to be. This was such a frustrating topic, actually. I was yeah. like, I, I was steaming at
1: this point where I was like, dude. <laughs> I was trying to keep a cool head, but I also like, I, yeah. I know
0: I was a little bit frustrated as well um so the the long and short of it was they were they were talking about how the G like the net play is probably not going to be good it's probably going to be a pc based game which I don't necessarily disagree with that argument but I think also they're they're spending a lot of effort into getting to consoles for not just League of Legends but other other games as well so I find it hard to believe that they won't get into consoles um and then they also got into the topic of um we got into the, the topic of crossplay because I'm like th- this was something that I brought up I'm like hey like I can't see it not being crossplay, considering that PlayStation finally opened up the floodgates. Xbox has been doing it for a while, and they've been doing PC for a while. And their client, on on their Riot client, changed recently, um, so that's probably going to be a launcher for multiple games now, kind of like Blizzard um, or, or Steam or something like that. Um, but they were adamant in the sense that the net play was probably going to be terrible. And I we debated back and forth on this, but what what, what are your thoughts on this, Max? There's no way. There's no way. Because here's the thing, right?
1: It's on literally the Cannon Brothers. are They are literally the people who are making the netcode that everybody wants. Okay? We have... What was it called? Oh, shoot. Why can't I think of what the netcode's called? GGPO. It's, uh, yeah, GGPO. <laughs> um, or what's what's the... It's um the other thing that it's called. People call it... Uh, what, Netplay oh, or something? The... It's like how the net how the netcode works. It's um, man, it'll come to me. You know, like, roll yeah, there? rollback. Yes, rollback okay. netcode. Hmm. Literally, the guys that made rollback netcode. So, why the hell would they not <laughs> implement rollback netcode when it's literally by the people who made it, and it's free, and it's also Riot, who actually have decent servers at least in North America, and you know uh they have decent servers for north america and eu west and uh japan servers are okay but generally they have some decent servers and it would blow my mind that for some reason out of nowhere they would just choose not to have good netcode and um especially now since riot with their 10-year anniversary they've been showing that they're gonna do all of this crossplay stuff or give I mean, they're putting League on the console and on mobile, which is sick. And that'll be uh crossplay, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So why wouldn't they let you play the game with people on PC, on PS4, on Xbox, whatever it is? Next-gen right? consoles, probably. Probably, honestly. And like, yeah, because the game is not long into its, like, they, they said, like, it's going to be a while. Mm-hmm. The game is still in very, very, like, alpha. So. Again, like Riot showing how much they love the community and how much they are working towards with like giving everybody essentially like what we would like or what we would want. I I just it just doesn't make sense at the very least, like add net code, like crossplay can be something of the past, like crossplay is as of right now, somewhat it's not a pipe dream, but it's it's a legitimate hope that's like possible. but. Netcode, at the very, very least, there's no way that they're not going
0: to do Rollback Netcode. There's no way. Yeah. Like, why yeah. wouldn't they do it? <laughs> and keep in mind that, like, roll, uh, GGPO was... Like, it was designed back in, like, 2006. And the first game that, like, the first official like published game was Final Fight Double Impact. Uh, and this was in 2010. So this software is like 10 years old right now. And like they have the funding of riot like to think that they can't make something better than that that already exists that that's that's been out for like over 10 years now 10 15 years depending on like when it first came out um as a like a package versus actually being in a game that's debatable uh but to to think that they can't make something even better than GGPO for the new Riot fighting game, or just use GGPO while also maintaining good connection between cross platform, um, I, I find that hard to believe and very cynical. Because um, this is this is the other argument was, um, you know, I was like, how many, you know, they were arguing that cross platform games have really bad netcode, and I'm like, okay, how many do you know of with GGPO? are there. And the one game right now that they could mention was, you know, obviously Street Fighter 5 is a cross-platform game um and it it's arguable but that, that one code, doesn't have GGPO. It doesn't have GGPO. Uh Killer Instinct was the one game that they could think of. I think there might be another one. I don't know if I know GGPO is used on Skullgirls but I don't think it's cross-platform. And there might be one other game, but uh, uh yeah, it, they were they brought up Killer Instinct. Yeah, Killer Instinct was like one game that I could think of. Um, but again, our, our argument for
1: Killer Instinct was it was last-gen consoles and it did not and it was trying to it was literally made last generation and it was trying to work with next generation stuff and here's the thing
0: too though is that um killer instinct used rollback netcode but it did not use ggpo i'm looking Mm. at a list right here right now so i have a list Mm. of all the games all the fight all the games in general using ggpo um and then all the games under it using rollback netcode, because um, Street Fighter V does use rollback netcode, and that's on Doesn't that really? list with Killer Instinct. Yeah, it does. It does roll you back, which is kind of like the way they do it is frustrating sometimes. But it is not GGPO because Samurai Showdown uh, Five Special. That's that's not the same one. That's not the one I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of games here: Mortal Kombat XL, For Honor, Injustice Two, Killer Instinct. Um, a lot of the Killer Instincts use it. Street Fighter Cross Tekken, but it's not GGPO. So uh, to kind of correct. Um, them from this conversation. That's that's not G, GGPo. Apparently, uh, I I will look at other sources. But according to the references that I'm looking at here, um, it, it isn't using GGPo. So I'll I'll continue to look into that while you finish your thoughts. Um, yeah, I think honestly that's essentially
1: all I had to really say for it. Because and actually another small part of the debate we had was um, we can tell that Riot is changing their client, and I said that. There's no way that they would put that they wouldn't also include the fighting game and the card game in the same client because they'll just add it to the League client. Because recently I've been playing Legend of Runeterra actually, like because I have (sighs) beta access. Yeah, and it's not. It is the same client, but it isn't because it's a beta. It's like a completely separate thing. However, it does use my login and it does use my League of Legends, all of my login stuff. So by the time that stuff comes out, it's going to be on the same client. I'm like 90% certain of it. So my whole thought process is, is like, they'll put it on the same client. All of your friends, list will move over. And at the same time, like it it more than likely will also just go into your profile for whatever console it goes on. And I remember they were arguing that it's just not going to go on console, period. And I'm like, that's why not? Like, that's like, that's them losing money. Like, I don't get it. Like yeah. that's them literally losing money, and like, there's no way
0: to put it on a console fighting game. So, yeah, that, that that was the other argument. I'm like, you know, again, I, I can see them doing it on PC, but um, uh, I'm I'm technically I'm hopeful for this, but I, I historically fighting games have not done well in terms of like competitive, like in terms of tournaments having it on a PC. So I think that they would kind of shoot themselves in the leg in terms of exposure of the game by keeping it only on console. Like I can see them doing their tournaments. And again, co- like technology for consoles has gotten easier in terms of controllers, but it's still very frustrating. So I think they'd have an easier time having their main tournament be on console. And again, I, I can't see them hiring the Canon brothers if they weren't going to be in some sense advisors as to like how to go about making this game in a way that um, includes the community. Because those two are representatives of the community, and I think that has a lot to do with why they got hired, not just GGPO and not just EVO. I think those things – the reason they have GGPO and the reason they have EVO is because they cared so damn much about the FGC, not because they wanted to make money off of it or because they were geniuses, because they had a passion for this community. And I think that Riot saw that, and and I think that was a wise decision. And they also had Seth Killian on there for a while as well, um, who – also worked on Rising Thunder, which was a fighting game that was developed back in the day and had a lot of acclaim. And then that, that got bought out by Riot and sort of went dark for a while.
1: Um, Also something that they brought up, too, that was a part of the last uh the one of the points that they brought up is that they wouldn't let it be on Evo. That Riot would not let the fighting game be on Evo. And that literally makes no sense to me. I <laughs> That one, like... Is like reaching, you know, where Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, the Cannon brothers, the guys who literally own Evo, wouldn't let, you know, their game (laughs) be played at Evo. And their whole argument was because League likes to run their own stuff, likes to run, like they have their own esports league, of course, like the LCS. And like that, that's how they run all of their stuff. Now, I'm not saying they're not going to have their own stuff already. I'm sure they'll probably have something set up for the fighting game i'm sure of it however it would be the biggest shooting their own foot move where it's like yeah no we're not going to allow this in evo or any tournaments in general any majors like i just that makes no sense to me where why would riot who has been showing that they are community based like very recently wouldn't want the game to be allowed at big tournaments, especially Eva. Like you want your game to be loved. You want your game to be played. And literally like there's nothing more than greed that will stop them from just having it on just their own thing and not at Evo. Yeah. So I agree at that point, like, like I understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, I just, it, I just never, I can never see that. Happen.
0: Yeah. I think it's a really extremely cynical way of looking at it. And they said so themselves. And I, you know, I'm okay with being wrong and I will be the first to admit that. But I think that it's a, Very slippery slope to have such a cynical point of view because I I used to be that way. And again, this is just a fighting game to some people. But for for me, I mean, this is something I'm I'm really excited about. And, um, you know, there's a possibility that some of these things that we're talking about may may not happen, you know, Uh, but I doubt it. But at the same time, it's like why, you know, it's basically you're protecting yourself from disappointment. And in in hopes that like if you're right, then you know you you get to say you know I was right, and if you're wrong, then you're kind of I guess pleasantly surprised. But I, I just don't think that's that's the right mentality to have, and it just like there's no proof other than like the speculation that those things are the case. Like yeah, 10 cent does have a good amount of money in Riot, but I I don't think I don't think there's enough information to really. Go off of these things. So, that, like, that that's kind of the big thing for me. And uh, I will say, though, like, again, open to debate. So, make sure if you're watching the YouTube version of this, as you do, leave some comments down below. Let me know what your thoughts are because I think this is a really hot topic in terms of, like, there's a lot of things that can happen and we don't have a lot of information. Uh, but I, I do think that having a conversation and, like, just seeing what people are thinking or where they're at in terms of this game and what they think it might do for the for the FGC is, is important information for us.
1: I think both TV and I will be anybody who actually wants to have like a good discussion in the comments. I definitely would like to interact with that because I mean, there are like different ways of thinking. And I think some of the things that they have said, it's possible that like it could go down, right. but at the same time we haven't shown any, there hasn't been any evidence that riot is completely consumed by greed and do, only does what Tencent wants. So Mm -hmm. In that sense where it's like that. So, but yeah, I think that's like generally what all of the debate, the debate went down to. I think there were some side conflicts too, but in the end, I think that was generally what we debated about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's. Okay to have disagreements with people. Like, you know, right afterwards, we played some sets and and things were good. We played some (laughs) sets and called it good. (laughs) Right. Um, I I, I got a drink and then I was good. (laughs) I was like, I need a drink. (laughs) I I found myself getting way more heated than I needed to. And I was like, I kind of have to like, Take a quick break because I think, you know, Darcy was looking at us as well. And like, she, I, I don't know where she we stood on all of it. Uh, I, I think we talked to her afterwards, but it was just kind of funny because like she kind of hopped into it and was like, What did she, what did I just walk into? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? like it was a mess. It
1: was because I mean, we were, it wasn't like we were at each other's throat. We were very like set on our mindsets and like, yeah we were debating hard. We weren't just going to let them say that and then just be like, okay with it. Like, no, we're here and we're going to like argue for this. Cause we love riot and we love league. We're going to, yeah. f- we're going to see this out. <laughs> it kind of
0: felt like a family <laughs> argument in the sense of like, I, oh, I was okay to like say how I felt. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I <laughs> found myself like, you know, raising the octaves a little bit when like, people oh, yeah. were Saying things that like didn't make sense to me. I'm like, what? No. So, no, but, uh, yeah, it was actually, you know, like thinking about it, you know, it was a, I don't know good conversations, right word to say, but like it, it was, it left an impact on us. I'll say that.
1: (laughs) I think it was in a way almost a necessary evil because of Mm -hmm. course, like, yes, we are 100% optimistic about this. And like, they might've took us down just a small peg, but it was just enough to like make sure like, okay, yeah, we should keep our, like, we should keep our mind straight, not be 100% optimistic about this. Because obviously, yes, I want this game to be perfect. I want it to have crossplay. I want it to have Roblox Netcode. I want it to be the best fighting game ever and bring in all of the fantastic League players and make a fighting game that's just gigantic. But that is, of course, like the biggest dream out there. But I have to be realistic with myself and be like, mm-hmm. okay, you know. But at the same time, it's okay to have those dreams because it's legitimately possible because Riot is such a gigantic force in in this sense right now where it's like one of the biggest games right now and they can really like bring people over. Yeah. Like the fact that people can, people who don't even play fighting games that play league, like can actually just jump over and start playing league because it's the franchise and like, people are going to love that.
0: Yep. And that was actually a really small point of debate. Um, was that like, they were skeptical that it was going to bring in new fighting game players from the, from league of legends. And I don't know if you were there for this part, but I was like, no, you're, you're totally wrong because there's tons of people who want to play this fighting game strictly because it is a League of Legends fighting game and that, that don't play fighting games. Because, again, I work at the esports arena. I, I talk to a lot of college students that play League of Legends, whether they're on the team or they just play the game. You know, there's a lot of like diamond level players, you know, a wide range of skills. And they're like, no, I'm totally going to play this game now whether or not they stick to the game is a different story but yeah. if you think about it in sales like every you know you, you basically convert 10% of the people that you expose your your, your product to to actual customers. So, like, return customers. So you, you have, like, you know, say every 100 people that try the fighting game that are also League of Legends players, which is in the millions, the, you, you get, like, 10% of those people. You know, every 100 people, you get 10 of those people to actually stay and play the fighting game. And maybe they cross over to, like, Street Fighter or Tekken or something like that because they have a little bit more confidence. That feeds the overall FGC. And that's kind of like that idea I was talking about before where this could be a game changer.
1: Um. Also, by the way, actually, to help push the perspective that i think riot is also still giving um the legend roontera card game as of right now even though it's beta and like essentially they are giving stuff over they have this mindset for the card game that is generalized towards the players to benefit the players more than benefiting the company there are no card packs by the way zero zero card backs that you can buy instead you buy tokens that can be um that can be like used towards it's kind of like magic system where uh if you get a mythic token or whatever their wild card is what their legend or terra so if i have a rare wild card i can use that to make any rare card in the game and they also have a progression system where uh, you get like cards and chests as you play the game. The more you play the game, the more benefits you get. So, And literally, they, there are no packs whatsoever, and that is what they've talked about. And at the same time, they're balancing every card to be playable, every single card, because there are no packs. They don't need pack-filler cards. They want every card to be a playable card in of itself. If that's
0: not community-oriented, I don't know what is. So I'm not a huge trading card game fan. So when you say packs, what do you mean? Card packs, you know, like, like opening card packs and you're getting cards out of it. So like in Hearthstone, if you
1: open a card pack, you get a guaranteed one rare. And the other cards are, I'm trying to remember, I think it's five cards. Even though I've played Hearthstone for so long, it's five or six cards. And one of those cards is a guaranteed rare. The rest are commons. Um, and then there's a system in a lot of games where there's, what's it called? Like, uh, a pity timer where essentially after, if you get no legendaries within like 40 packs, you guarantee you get a legendary at the 40th pack that you open. Um, Mm -hmm. but they get, they're getting rid of that whole system where you buy packs and you have to. Hope to God you get the cards that you want, because as a Hearthstone player, that is frustrating, because if I want to build the deck I want, I have to buy packs, hope to God I get enough dust back for those cards that I've bought, or pack the stuff that I need, and then try to make the deck. In the case for Legend of Runeterra, I put as much money as I want buy the buy the like tokens that I want because you can buy the tokens outright or you can buy a legendary token, you can buy an epic token, and you can re- immediately redeem those for the cards that you want. And they're literally like $2 and this is like, for each kind of thing. Okay. So, essentially, it's like you get what you want. You don't hope to God that it's RNG. Oh, no like,
0: like random, randomification kind of thing. Like there's no, right, uh, it's not. Zero RNG mechanic. involved. Gotcha. Zero.
1: Okay. So, the fact that it's that and not pack oriented shows that they care about the community, that they want people to play their game and they want people to enjoy it. So I want that to also translate well into the fighting game and I'm sure it will. So I, that like in the card game, by the way, it has me hyped out of hell. I'm playing it every time I've played it. I'm surprised that they haven't released it as a full game as it stands. Honestly, it already beats Hearthstone in my mind.
0: Hmm. Already. I should apply for the and beta. I love
1: it. <laughs> Um As lo- yeah, as long as you have your account linked, and then if you're watching Riot Esports stuff, you actually can like get the beta key. Like if you link your YouTube and Twitch account to it, hmm. anything that you watch that's riot-based, uh can essentially uh go towards you getting a key. Okay. So which
0: is also community oriented (laughs) that's really smart okay so are there any closing points for you um
1: riot isn't that bad yes they have bad things but i think they're in the right track and i'm very hopeful for the future
0: okay i would yeah i would agree with that sentiment that was a good conversation i'm glad we finally got to get that off our chest because that it's been like a couple of weeks since like it's been since that information dropped that we had this conversation and we have been intending on talking about this topic for a long time Mm -hmm. and never have uh so (laughs) i'm glad to have finally done that and i feel like there's more things we can talk about like i have some speculations but we'll save that for another day uh that said you know where can people find out where you are if they want to follow you on social media Alright, so I am on YouTube at youtube.com slash Mega
1: Um and then also twitch.com or twitch.tv slash mega max star. Um you can find me there, message me anywhere through those and find out my channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a project for my YouTube, so um keep in check and it's Dragon Ball fighter z oriented where I wanna make a I wanna make a series that also has a climb but also using it as Uh, for some things people can learn and actually get better at the game while I am climbing so that is my role and that is my I guess like (laughs) I guess my idea for right now what I'm shooting for
0: there you go my goal (laughs) good 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 i'm excited to see how that goes oh, yeah <laughs> uh well <laughs> okay i'm the philosopher you can find me on uh if you're listening to the, the podcast version of this you can find me on youtube at youtube.com slash philosopher can't talk youtube.com slash a philosopher i have some content on there that isn't on uh the podcast versions or if you're listening to me or watching me on youtube uh check out the podcast i've got a backlog of a lot of the old podcasts and some things that haven't been on the youtube channel just because of length reasons. Uh, so you can find me on Stitcher, uh, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. You can find me on there. Just Google FGC Philosophy. I should pop right on up. Um, uh, Twitter, The Philosopher, or Philosopher, at The Philosopher. You can find me on there pretty easily. And then Facebook, I'm just Tavian Napier. You can find me if you want to, whatever reason, use Facebook. That's, that's weird. But hey, I'm not judging. I'm not judging you guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's it for us. Thank you guys so much. Again, let me know your thoughts down below about everything we just talked about in terms of specifically the riot game like do you think we're wrong do you think we're right do you think we're full of bs you know are you angry like i want to know this is a really important topic in terms of like there's, there's so many different ways this thing can go so make sure you leave us some comments down below but until then thank you guys so much and we will see you all in the next one